You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. So this is the first episode I've recorded in my new apartment. Oh, it's so good to be in a new space. Do you know when you move and you have that feeling where everything just feels lighter and brighter and you're getting used to new energy? Like this is what this space feels like. I am so excited to be here and so excited to share and record in this space for the first time. I there is actually going to be a dedicated podcast space in this apartment. We were really lucky. I put it on our list of things as a, you know, oh, it'd be really cool to have a space to record podcasts. And there is, there's like this, they call it like a den space. And yeah, it's currently filled with boxes. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's currently filled with boxes and things that need to go into storage, but uh over the next couple of weeks it is going to be emptied and it is going to be a dedicated podcast space studio space for me to do lives in and yeah it might even get some soundproofing going so yeah I'm excited to get that space up and running so as promised as it's a solo episode I'm going to be opening this episode up with answering some of your questions. Thank you for everyone who has been emailing through your questions. Um, I've intuitively picked out three questions today to answer. I just read them and I was like, yep, those are the ones, they feel good. So first question is from Felicia, Felicia, I, she says, I have a question about the third eye. After my first time meditating with the mantra, I got a pressure in my forehead that I had never felt before. Since then, I felt it in meditation when looking at crystals and sometimes out of nowhere. So my question is, why is this happening and what does this pressure mean? Is it the third eye? And then I love the fact she's got brackets. I'm not psychic. Um, firstly, you are psychic. Um, Felicia, a hundred percent, you are. Um, we're all psychic, um, intuitive, psychic. It's the same, means the same thing. We are all psychic, and what you're feeling and what you're experiencing is your third eye opening. It's that energy that flows through it. That basically, what has happened is that since you've been meditating with the mantra, you've reactivated your third eye. So you're getting feelings and sensations that is opening up to spirit. It's opening you up to your intuition. It's opening up to your guides. And so when you're looking at crystals and you're tuning into energy or you're, you know, just walking through life and suddenly feeling that energy, that is why it's happening because you are opening yourself up to your gifts. 
So what this pressure means is when it's basically the reactivation that's happening and sometimes what you need to do is just, yeah, acknowledge that you're feeling it. Sometimes ask yourself, am I getting a message? Am I receiving guidance right now? And if it becomes too much, um, I love peppermint oil. Peppermint oil is really amazing on the third eye. When you feel like your third eye is being stretched or you feel like there's pressure, peppermint oil is amazing. And what I do is I rub it on my third eye and I rub it on my temples and that takes that pressure off when it can get a little bit too much. But you are definitely psychic, you are intuitive, and you are opening yourself up to your gifts. The next question is from Kathy, and she says, Last night a question popped up in my head while I was asking my guides to communicate with me. My question is about the way of speaking. Do our guides have personalities? Are they funny? Is it possible that one of my guides is funny in a gently sarcastic way? It seems to me that my guides, the energy being surrounding me, aren't always serious in their tone. I guess the core of my question is, do our guides have different personalities or can our intuition have personality? Does that even make sense? Because I'm pretty sure that someone back there rolls their eyes at me, brackets, in a kidding way and someone else is kind of funny. Um, And then I love, she put at the end, if I'm just crazy, it's okay, you can say so. Lol. This makes me smile so much because yes, our guides have personalities and they can be sarcastic and they can be funny and they can call us out on our shit and be really blunt. They're not always going to be serious. They can be playful. A hundred percent. Like my guides can bring in different tones depending on where they're at and what they're communicating with me um, when I'm connecting with different guides in my one-on-one session. Yeah, like your guides can have like really different personalities and the more that you tune into them, you begin to guess what the personalities are and which guide is stepping forward depending on the tone that you're hearing or the joke that you're hearing. Guides love to crack jokes. They love to wind us up and push our buttons. So yes, very much so. And if you're getting that as an image where you feel like someone's rolling their eyes at you in a joking way, yes, please do. And as I'm talking about this, your guides are actually rolling their eyes and being like, she asked that question, but it's such a good question and you are definitely not crazy and please trust your intuition um, and the messages that you're getting because this is a great question. Um, a lot of people are going to be resonating with this. So thank you, Kathy, for asking that question. The final question I wanted to answer today is from Brittany. And it's such a good question. She asks, Is it a good, bad or indifferent idea to tell the spirit you want the sign within a certain time frame? So what she's asking here is, do you know what I'm saying? Like ask for a sign or that you can, you know, ask for a sign if you should go and do something or you should take action on something. Um, But you're waiting to see a particular sign until you take action on that, whether it's a yes or no. I always say don't give a time frame. Because otherwise, when we ask our guys for things, it has to be done 
in a space of surrendering where we're not focusing on the outcome which can, is really tough. I'm not going to lie, like to get into that space of surrender is key. But if you've already set that as, some, uh, you know, uh, there's a time frame associated with it, you're not surrendering it up. And so I always say like, hey, if I'm supposed to take action on it, they'll show it to me naturally within the time frame if something's supposed to happen. So if there's an event or something I'm supposed to go to, if I see it and it aligns with the sign that I'm giving that I've that I've set out for and it happens and it all flows and I'll go. But if it, you know, if I don't see the sign till a week after the deadline that I was supposed to go to the event, I'm like, okay, I wasn't supposed to go. Um, so very be aware of that. But yeah, it's again, it's when we're in that space of asking and we're in that space of intuition and asking for messages and signs, this space of intuition is flowing and surrender without time constraints and it's the ego mind that cuts in when we want a time frame and we want to know when things are happening so be aware of that as an energy that when you are asking do it in a place of surrender right let's bring it back to what the core focus of this episode is all about and it's about how do I receive my intuitive guidance? How do I receive my intuitive guidance? Because we're all so, it's all so different. We're, we're individuals. So we all receive our messages and guidance in different ways. And what's amazing is, and what we have to trust, is that it's about finding out and discovering what works for you, how you receive your messages, how your guides like to send you the signs and messages and feelings. And it is, it's a personal journey. It's a personal experience. So anything I'm sharing today, try it out. If it doesn't work for you, trust that and let it go. And this is all a personal, personal journey and discovery on what works for you and what doesn't. And trusting that if it doesn't feel good in your body, it's like, okay, this isn't for me. I'm going to find a different way. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I'm just getting this as a message that I should share this. If you're listening to the, this podcast for the first time, I really encourage you to go back to episode one and listen to the solo episodes in order because I'm basically taking you on this journey and building um, building and building to for you to connect to your gift. So yeah, if you're listening to this um, podcast for the first time, I encourage you go and listen back to episode one. It's all about removing the blocks from your gift. Um, because when we do that um, and we go on this journey together, you will become very clear on how you receive your messages and your guidance. Some of you listening to this right now might be thinking, Okay, well, I know, I think I know what my gifts are, um, but I'm not 100% certain. What does this look like? How does this show up? So I thought I'd share a bit around my journey to discover my gifts and what that looked like for me. So the first 
time that I remember connecting to my intuition or having anything like this was obviously was seeing my guide stood at the end of my bed when I was age five and that was the first time that I can remember that I remember using my gift of seeing and she appeared kind of like a hologram at the end of the bed it wasn't in like physical form but it was more of a hologram of how she appeared at the end of my bed and for me um, that was the basis of my seeing as a kid growing up I really felt like I kind of knew I had more of a knowing and more of a feeling gift I feel like that was mainly how I used my gifts I think the seeing mainly happened in dream state but in everyday life it kind of came as more of feeling and knowing I I was angry as a kid. I was really angry. I used to get really frustrated. And looking back and reflecting on that now, I think it's just because I had this like all these waves of emotions and feelings and I didn't know how to process them. And it just came out as like frustration and and anger. During my teenage years, when I first went to circles, when I was like 16, 17 with my mum, those that was the first time that I really feel like I turned everything like all the gifts on and I felt like oh okay this is this is cool I and really kind of connected with them in a different way I feel like that was the place that I really started to access my gift of seeing and seeing I kind of remember seeing imagery seeing people in the room seeing the messages I saw it in my mind's eyes so at that point it was very much like I shut my eyes and then the image would appear like where my third eye is or like that space of imagination so I would shut my eyes and I'd see an image being drawn or it was like a like a picture and it's interesting that I used to work in film because that's how I describe it was like I I would see I would see it like a moving film or a moving image and it was like watching a movie play out so if I was giving an image if I wanted to give a message to someone I would shut my eyes and I would then see the image growing up like from then on I I think I got some hearing messages where I would hear things but I don't feel like I really fully embraced that as a gift until I moved straight up until I moved to Vancouver. And then um, I think my strong gift, um, I have a, for me, I use all, like I have a blend of all the gifts, seeing, feeling, hearing, and knowing. But I do feel like the hearing was definitely something that was wasn't the strongest and it wasn't till I moved to Vancouver and I was working on you know um my psychic development my intuitive development that that came through strongest and now I would actually say that I do use a blend but I definitely would say that the hearing is the strongest but we all have access to all the gifts we can all see we can all feel we can all hear and we can all know but we might just have a gift that's stronger than the others 
but we can work on and improve the others so that we can have a more of a level playing field between all of our gifts. And that's the goal. It's the, yes, I'm going to develop um, my strongest one and I'm going to use that. But to get, you know, really deeply connected to your intuition, it's about working on the ones that you're not so good at um, as anything. Like we, you know, we're naturally drawn to the things we're good at and it sometimes takes a bit of work and a bit of practice to improve the others. And it's the same thing with intuition. I also wanted to talk about how, you know, I call them seeing, feeling, hearing, knowing. Um, but the the old school traditional words are clairaudient, um, clairvoyant, clairsentience, and claircognizance. Clairaudient for hearing, clairvoyant for seeing, clairsentience for feeling, and claircognizance for knowing. And honestly, like it just feels really dated and it feels complicated. It makes it, you know, using those words makes it feel, you know, very elevated and that you need some special gift to have these things, which isn't true. So when I want to talk about, you know, I've been led by spirit to not use those words because they're not relevant and we just need to keep this really simple. It's, you know, it's seeing, feeling, hearing and knowing. And there's also other gifts. Some, some people have a sense of smell, like smell is part of their gift too. Um, Claire salience is the old school traditional, but some people have um, real strong gifts with smell. I know that smell sometimes comes through for me. I used to, or in fact, I still do. I know when my nan's around because I can smell her cigarettes. She used to smoke a British brand called Silk Cut. And I know when she's around because I can smell her cigarettes. And it's like, hey, Nan, I can, I know you're in the space. So I'm going to talk about seeing, feeling, hearing and knowing in more detail. And I'm going to break them down so that you can work out which is your strongest gift and how that shows up for you in your everyday life so that you can really get that clarity on which is your strongest gift or you can see like a blend of which gifts you have or you so you can also look at which one is your weakest and the one that you want to work on the most. So let's talk about seeing, 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 seeing. Yeah, so as I said, I feel like this for me was one of my my first gifts as a kid growing up and seeing was really part of me reactivating my gift and seeing what that looks like. So I always say that if you have the gift of seeing, you'll straight up, you'll be open to seeing signs and numbers and symbols in your everyday life. You'll 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 notice when things are one 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 or two 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 and you'll be seeing those visual markers. You'll be someone that will naturally want to ask for signs um, to see them. Um, you'll be looking at car number plates. You'll you know you'll you'll see repetitive patterns. It doesn't just have to be numbers, it can be imagery too, but basically you you're someone that you like to walk around 
um, life with your eye, you know, your eyes open and you're there and you're taking in the world around you. Um, you'll, you'll be naturally someone that can have seeing gifts because you do, you take in the world around you, you have a strong imagination and you love detail. You'll look at the detail. And this also shows up um, not in just walking around in an everyday state, but in dream state too. So if you have really strong, vivid dreams and you get lots of detail, and like I described earlier, that you see things like a moving image or you see things like a film playing out, especially in dream state, it will most likely mean that you have a strong seeing gift. And yeah, and the dreams are vivid and they're colorful and they're bright. You can also know that you have seeing gifts when, for some of you might see flashes of colour. Do you know when you, um, you're either walking through um, somewhere and you get like a flash and you can see it in the corner of your eye? Or for some of you, you might actually see it as orbs, um, orbs of light in the air, like you're walking around and you can see like an orb above someone's head and it might be a particular color or it's, it's being open to that as well. So for example, I get that sometimes when I'm walking and I see that flash in the corner of my eye, that is part of my seeing gift. So yeah, notice those flashes of color, notice the orbs of light in the air. And also part of this seeing gift is seeing auras, the auras of people. I don't use this a lot. I remember when I was tuning back into my intuition and doing kind of intuitive development with auras. Um, some people work with that solely, like they'll see an aura. So basically a glowing light around someone and that can change color. So you can then get messages from people about people depending on what their aura is because they can have different lights over different parts of their body. So they could have a red light over the top of their head, but a green light around their feet and people get messages that way. But yeah, just notice um, are you someone that sees auras? Do you see a glowing light around people? If you see spirits and loved ones from the other side, you definitely have a strong seeing gift. Remember though that you might not necessarily see the person in physical form, that it sometimes will look as like they're a hologram being projected into the world around you. But yeah, if you see spirit guides or you see loved ones from the other side, this is you knowing that you have a strong seeing gift. So often though, people second guess themselves when they see loved ones from the other side or they see spirits from the other side. Um, they kind of like, did I really see that? Am I making this up? But if you trust the gifts, if you're being shown someone, trust it. A fun seeing story that I have is me, my mum, my sister, we were in New York for my sister's 30th birthday. And we ended up playing this game where we were tuning in to um, like spirits and stuff, like walking the streets. So we were walking the streets and we were just like, okay, let's be open. Let's see spirits. And we were like, oh, can you see that person there? Can you see that person there? And it, I remember we had so much fun walking the streets of New York, just kind of reactivating and trusting our seeing 
skills and gifts so yeah if you feel called to do that as a as an exercise as a practice do it it's fun so ways that you can work with your seeing gift call in your spirit guides ask for a sign let them know that you're on the right path like pick something that you resonate with and open your eyes and start seeing the messages it's a great easy way to get messages when you have a strong seeing gift. I know I talked about this in the, I think it was, yeah, it was the last solar episode where I was talking about dreaming and dream state, but keep a journal by your bed to record your dreams and look out for the repetitive imagery or themes. If you've got a strong seeing gift, I really encourage you to do this because you know, your dreams are giving you messages and guidance. And if you have a strong visual gift, this will show up in your dream state. Okay. The next gift I want to talk about is feeling. It's all about the feelings. We are using the word empath right now. It seems to be everywhere. Everyone's talking about being an empath, that people are sensitive to feelings, that they are they can get overwhelmed by being in group dynamics and that they struggle to be in group dynamics. And it's interesting because this is all connected to being a feeling intuitive, that you have strong feeling gifts. Feeling gifts can show up in a number of different ways. For example, you walk into a room of people and it can feel so overwhelming and it's like you can tune into everyone's emotions and you know they're not yours, but you're in that room and it's like being bombarded by a wave of feelings. It's just like, whoa. And that is part of knowing that you can get messages and guidance through feelings. You can, you know, being sensitive to that can, it's so overwhelming. And which is why it's really important to learn how to ground and protect yourself. So if you resonate with being an empath or knowing that you are a feeling intuitive, make sure you go and have a listen to my grounding and protection episode because it will really, really help you. Another thing with knowing that you're a feeling intuitive is a lot of the time you'll avoid conflict with others because you don't like confrontation and you don't like difficult conversations because it means that one, you have to tap into your own feelings and emotions, but you're also worried about the feelings and emotions that you are going to be receiving from other people. And also something important to remember if when you're tuning into these feeling gifts is sometimes it's hard to distinguish between what feelings are yours and which are someone else's. That's really key because sometimes you can spend time with someone and you're like, why am I feeling like this? I don't feel like this, but I'm feeling like this in my body. I've had that a couple of times when I've been around certain people and I've taken on someone else's feelings and emotions and it's really affected me and it's kind of gone into my body and it's made me think, okay, this isn't mine. Okay, how do I release this? Oh my gosh, I need to let this go. And actually what I've, what I've started to do and I find it really works as a practice is I actually use my guides and I actually ask them to take that emotion away from me. Once I've worked out the emotion that's not mine, I'm like, okay, this doesn't belong to me. Please, um, please remove this from me. And I normally jump in the salt bath 
And sometimes what I'll do is I'll put my hands over my heart and I will imagine the um, emotion being pulled out of my body. And that really, really helps. The other thing about feeling intuitives is that you need alone time to recharge. Again, you'll be reading about empaths. You can see the similarities between the feeling intuitive and the empath because the feeling intuitive you're going to need alone time to recharge. It's, you know, it's part of your thing. You're, it's so key. But how can a feeling intuitive use their gifts? Because sometimes it can be like, oh, I don't want to feel these emotions. And we talk about blocking them. But what's important is realizing that, okay, what I need to do is turn it upon its head and reframe it and be like, okay, how can I use this gift? So ways that you can use your feeling gifts are to give you insight on the people and situations around you. You know, actually use it. Tune in on the feelings, tune in on the emotions. Should you go on that first date? Does the new job opportunity feel right for you? Um, Do, you know, you're tuning in um, to your best friend and you're feeling, you know, a friend's emotions and you're like, something's not right with them. Maybe I should pick up the phone and give them a call. That's part of that feeling gift. It's also tuning in like when you're going to a party or a social gathering and you get that feeling that something doesn't feel right and you listen and you decide not to go. And it's taking the action on the feelings. And that's the key for trusting your feelings. If you get the feeling, act on it. Because you know, there are so many instances where we get these feelings and we get these emotions of not going to do something. We do it anyway. Something happens. Um, you know, it can, you know, we have a net, something negative happens and we're like, damn it. I should have listened to my gut instinct. I should have listened to my feelings and emotions. It is so important. So this episode is going to be in two parts and the next silo episode we are going to be talking about hearing and we're also going to be talking about knowing but this episode has given some interesting insight on feeling and seeing and the guided meditation for this episode will reflect that and it will be about growing your and improving your seeing gifts and it will be about growing your feeling gifts as well. The upgrade mantra that goes with this week's episode is I reactivate my seeing and feeling gifts I am ready to receive messages and guidance using these gifts. I reactivate my seeing and feeling gifts. I am ready to receive messages and guidance using these gifts. And as always, there is going to be a free guided meditation that goes with this episode and you can access this at the show notes on the website. I actually have an intuitive guidance quiz that you can do. It's free, it's online, it's on my website, natalie-miles.com and you can take the quiz and it will tell you which is your strongest gift. So if you're intrigued after listening to some of this, go and yeah, go and have a go at the quiz and see what comes up for 
you. And also, if you want to submit a question to be answered on the solo episodes, please send your questions to podcast at natalie-mars.com. I'll only be answering spiritual intuition questions, nothing personal. But if you have a burning question on, you know, you've been listening to an episode and you want to know more, you've got a question, please submit it to that email address so that I can answer your questions at the start of the next solo episode. Also, quick reminder, Tuesday, Feb 12th at 6.30pm PST, it is this month's online circle all about, and it's a open your heart reactivation because in fact this is great um, tie-in because the question that I answered at the beginning around the third eye actually the heart is the place that we really get our messages and we can when we open our hearts we get more messages and more guidance and we receive more so this was the theme that spirit wanted this month's circle to be about and so it is an open your heart reactivation where I'm going to be taking everyone on a guided meditation to reactivate their heart space, clear out any blocks and bring new energy into that space so that you can work with spirit and your intuition more. So if you feel cool to join, um, yeah, head to the, the website and um, head to the show notes. You can grab your spot there doesn't matter if you can't join live because everyone gets a replay so even if you can't join live and you live on a different time zone or you've got different plans at night you can do the replay at home and receive all the messages and guidance and be part of the energy there give me a follow on Instagram and tag me if you're listening and what your thoughts are to this episode. You can find me at I am Natalie Miles. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend or family member you'd feel would benefit this episode. And if you feel called, please rate and review on iTunes. It just means that more people will be able to find the podcast. And if you haven't signed up to my weekly newsletter, if you sign up before Monday morning, um, you will get next week's weekly upgrade message from Spirit. It doesn't go anywhere else on social media. It only goes to the people on my newsletter. So if you feel called to and you want to have next week's message, um, sign up to my weekly newsletter. I will be back with another solo episode and we will be there'll be part two of how you receive your messages so yeah have a listen to the next solo episode where I will be taking us on a journey to talk about the other ways to receive your gifts have an awesome week and I look forward to seeing you next week for another episode of so you think you're intuitive bye